If you're a mom, you're a superhero. That's right, own it. We possess a unique superpower of intuition, a sixth sense for what our kids are up to, how they feel, what they want, and when they want it. Yep, it's amazing. I call this mom sense. Oftentimes, we are Googling for answers, joining Facebook groups, or relegating to taking unsolicited advice from our friends when all we have to do is listen to that voice inside us. No, not the one that's telling you you're fat. The other voice, the one that seems to know everything when it comes to your kids and leaves you feeling confident, empowered, purposeful, and all things hashtag mom goals. Hi, I'm Kanika Chadda Gupta, and I'm a mother of twin toddlers and a baby, double the fun plus one. And I can honestly say that now that I'm a mom, I feel like my life is just getting started. On my podcast, I interview industry experts and real life mamas on their mom sense experiences, tackling topics like how to teach kids to meditate, what it takes to have the marriage you've always dreamed of, and how to master your car makeup routine. Grab your latte, that's probably ice cold by now, and take a listen to That's Total Mom Sense. Hello there, mamas. Welcome to the That's Total Mom Sense podcast. I'm your host, Kanika Chattagupta. So today's episode is on the benefits of massage for your kids. And we're even going to say massage is the new bath. Yes, you heard it right. And we'll get into it in, in today's uh, episode. Um, we we all know the benefits of massage. Um, to give you a little bit of a history, massage is an ancient art that dates back to the dawn of civilization. In Greek, the word means to work with the hands as in kneading dough. In 400 BC, Hippocrates wrote that a physician must be experienced in many things, especially in rubbing and massage. So there's no doubt that this is something that dates back, um, you know, just centuries in many different cultures. Um, Massage has a number of benefits. It helps with infant weight gain, stress and anxiety relief, motor development and cognitive development. We're going to talk about this further. Um, But now without any further ado, I'd love to introduce our guest who is an expert and she actually came out with a line of products that um, helps with exactly this, uh, baby skincare and, and promoting massage. So today I'm joined by Shweta Doshi, she's the founder of Bubsy, a skincare brand for babies and toddlers. Leveraging her 10 years of experience working in strategy and marketing at major beauty and apparel brands, Shweta decided to solve a problem that all parents face, and that's finding natural skincare for our babies. So Shweta, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you. Thank you, Kanika. This is my uh, first podcast, so I'm very excited too. Oh, awesome. So before we dive into today's topic, we'd love to learn a little bit more about you. So Shweta, tell us about yourself. Sure. Um, So for my quick background, um, I actually grew up in Alabama, which often surprises people because, well, I'm Indian and I don't really have a Southern accent anymore, but... um, Believe it or not, I actually said y'all until I moved to Philly for college in uh, 2001. Mm -hmm. So that was um, where I grew up. Uh, I went to school in Philadelphia, like I said, and I married my college sweetheart, Ashish, um, 10 years ago, actually, almost exactly 10 years ago. Uh, We moved to New York, and we've lived in New York since 2005. Um, We live currently in Tribeca um, in lower Manhattan with our 
five-year-old son, Alec, and our two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Judy. Beautiful names. <laughs> so, I, you know, I started out in strategy, like I said, but I moved quickly into like more operational roles for big brands like Victoria's Secret and Bath and & Body Works. And Bath and & Body Works is really where I started to kind of hone my expertise um, they are a leading body care brand. They have really loyal customer base, a loyal customer base. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I just learned a ton about the beauty industry. So I was constantly talking to customers about what they love and their body lotion and their shower gel um, and how they use those products. And I, I was part of the actual product development process um, and, and learned a lot about branding and just like the power of emotion in products and, you know, how people feel when they really love to use a product. Yes, absolutely. So that's really where I kind of say I got my schooling in beauty. Oh, that's so cool. I have to give a little shout out to Bath and Body Works because I feel like at least, you know, from my generation, we grew up with that that brand. Yeah. So Plumeria and Juniper Breeze, I still remember yep. <laughs> those scents. Like, yeah, that's that's so cool um, that, that you worked there and you were um, able to make an impact in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it was huge in our middle school days. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are surprised, but they still have a really loyal following. And it is by far, you know, in volume, the the largest kind of lotion and shower gel brand in the U.S. at least. Yes. So, um it really, I, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to learn, honestly, from some of the best in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, once I had my son and I had been there for a while and learned a ton, I kind of hit a point where I felt like I wanted to transition into something more entrepreneurial right. and have the ever elusive work-life balance <laughs> <and flexibility> yes, <laughs> that yeah. we're all looking for. Right. Um, and so I freelanced a bit for a couple of years, had my daughter in between, and then basically started working on Bubsy about a year and a half ago. And we just launched um, around January of this year. So how did you feel inspired to start Bubsy, you know, after you had them? Yeah. So, um, you know, my little one, Juhi, had eczema right after she was Mm -hmm. born. Um, And she literally was wailing after every bath when she was a newborn. And we and she was born in um, at the end of October. She's a Halloween baby. So, you know, the the air was dry. It was winter. Um, and we thought she just didn't like putting on clothes. <laughs> um, but then when we finally took her to the doctor to get this checked out, he realized that she had eczema. And he told us that we should bathe her less um, and that we should be moisturizing a lot more. So that's when I started to really kind of like pay attention to the skincare products I was using. And we actually started using coconut oil, just pure organic coconut mm-hmm. oil. And we would massage her twice a day and we would bathe her less. Um, and, and it really started to clear up. And as I went through this process, um, I, you know, as a deep dive on the skincare market for kids, I kind of noticed that in the natural and organic space, like I just didn't find a lot of products that were truly efficacious, meaning that were truly moisturizing. Mm -hmm. Right. So I didn't want to put a lot of synthetic stuff on my daughter every day. She was a newborn um, and your skin really kind of absorbs everything that you put on it. And so I knew I wanted to keep it really natural. um, But at the same time, none of that stuff was really working as well. Mm -hmm. Coconut oil worked great. But the downside of that was that it was really messy. So you you literally have to open a jar every time, unscrew the jar, scoop it out. You never know if it's liquid or solid. <laughs> exactly. Know? Depends um, on the time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And like the room temperature and all of that stuff. So 
um, it just became, you know, it was, it was annoying. And I thought to myself, why is there not just a natural skincare brand for kids that is, um, you know, natural has high levels of something like coconut oil that I love, but is easier to use. Like I just wanted something that squeezed out of a bottle. Yeah, so, exactly. so that was part of it. I, I, the other big part of it, um, is that, you know, I came from the background, like I said, at Bath and Body Works, Victoria's Secret, really emotional brands. Mm -hmm. And I, I learned a lot about how customers view their products and how brands appeal to customers. And again, when I looked at the market of um, skincare products for kids, I felt like there was nothing that was just optimistic and emotionally engaging and happy, mm. right? So everything felt kind of very crunchy granola and almost a little super serious where it was like, don't put anything on your kids. We're free of all of the bad stuff. But no one really focused on kind of the happy moments of childhood, if you yeah, will, yeah. Um, through their skincare. And every other, you know, every other category within children's products has that lightheartedness, that playfulness, because when you're catering to kids, that's who they are. And so those two kind of insights came together for me with Bubsy, where I said, why can't there be a brand that's natural, healthy, organic, you know, effective, truly moisturizing, mm -hmm. right? But then it's also just playful and fun because if kids and parents love these products and they feel like it's playtime, they're going to want to do it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah, they're not going to be, yeah, like wriggling out of your grasp. Like, no, I don't want to do exactly. this. Yeah. Oh, that's that's so true. Um, tell us about like the um, packaging, the fact that it's like essentially a toy for kids and you, there's also a sustainable element too. Yeah. So our formulas are packaged in soft, super squeezable silicone bottles. And silicone is amazing because uh, you'll, you're probably seeing it a lot in, in the children's market and a lot of children's um, products in the kitchen and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason is because it's totally non-toxic. So it doesn't, even when exposed to heat, it doesn't leach harmful chemicals into your products the way that we know now plastic sometimes right. does, right? So that's part number one, non-toxic. Two, it's very durable. So it can be exposed to heat. It can be exposed to a lot of things. It's not really going to break right. down. Mm -hmm. um, and then for me, the awesome thing is that it's really super pliable and squeezable. And so you're not running into this thing where you are down to the last drops of your lotion and you can't get them out of the bottle. You can actually squeeze our bottles fully and get every drop oh, of product nice. out, which is amazing. <laughs> um, but then on top of that, it's really fun for the kids. So a lot of like teethers are made of silicone. So it has that really fun, soft touch feel and kids are literally loving it. I mean, I'm getting pictures of kids sleeping with their bubsies in their crib. Oh, they're sweet. like feeding it breakfast. They're taking them to the park. <laughs> So they're, you know, they're little animal shapes. We have a panda, a puppy, um, and a piggy, uh -huh. and they're friends, you know? Cute. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. They're your friends. Yeah, and so you mentioned the sustainability of it. That's really exciting, too. Um, because they're so durable, our bottles are refillable. And I felt really strongly that I didn't want to put more plastic into the world yes. when I created this brand mm -hmm. um, because it's a real you know, we have a real crisis uh, with regards to plastic waste on, on the planet. And so what's exciting here is that you can actually reuse these bottles. I'm selling 32 ounce refills on my site as well. So you can buy a refill when you're done and you can refill your bottle four times and then you've saved, you know, four plastic bottles. That's wonderful. 
So we are now producing 300 million tons of plastic every year, half of which is for single use. And more than 8 million tons of plastic is dumped into our oceans. So, I mean, the, the need is, is there and the urgency is there to, to make a change into our lifestyles. And it's, um, it's really commendable that you're helping us do that. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's really important. The burden has for a long time been on consumers um, to reduce and recycle and all of that stuff. Um, but I I think that it needs to be uh, manufacturers and producers as well that really think about what we're putting into the world and making sure that's responsible. Um, and, you know, it can't just be about each individual person trying to recycle more. You know, it has to be on the part of everybody. Yep, exactly. So in one of our previous conversations, you mentioned to me that massage is the new bath. And that just literally made my ears uh, perk up. So why <laughs> why do you think that massage is the new bath? You know, I, I told the story a little bit earlier um, about our experience with eczema. And Julie had eczema when she was a newborn. We went to the pediatrician. He said, hey, you shouldn't be giving her so many baths. And you should really just be moisturizing her as much as possible. And that's when I started to like really research this. And A, I realized that the Pediatric Academy, the AAP, actually only recommends, I think, one to three baths max a week. And really, really as a newborn or in the first year of life, it should really just be like one bath and maybe another one with, a you know, a light soap. Right, um, right. Because soap can be really harsh on their skin and even water exposure, frequent water exposure can be really harsh on their skin because a baby's skin bar- barrier is not even fully developed when they're that little in the first year, um, in the first couple of years, actually. So, oh, wow. So the skin is just, it's losing its hydration really mm-hmm. easily. Um, and things just move in and out very quickly, right? So right. moisturizing helps hydrate their skin. Um, but as I started to learn more, I realized that, it, you know, one of the other benefits is of massage, as an example, is that it brings blood flow and, and nutrients to the skin. So it helps, it actually helps skin cells develop and helps that that moisture barrier develop in their skin as well. And so that was like eye-opening for me as a new parent, because I don't know if you remember this. I mean, you've been through it more recently, but a lot of people give you the advice. You read a lot that um, a kid should have like a, a very consistent bedtime routine in order to sleep well. Do you remember this? So people would say like, give them a bath, read them a book, sing, sing them a song, and then yeah. put them down and walk away. Yeah. You know what I no, mean? It's true. It's true. And um, then, I mean, I, I always thought it was kind of funny doing that with a newborn. It's like, okay, so we're, you know, doing bath time, massage, reading a story, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. yeah. It was just a regimented way of, of kind of. Right. It's like the consistency, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, who wants to mess with sleep when you're a new parent? Right. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, if you tell me to give him a bath, I'm going to give exactly. him a bath. Exactly. Whatever works. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, this, this insight that like, I shouldn't be bathing him every day or whatever it was actually was, was eye opening for me. And, and the fact that it wasn't great for babies, um, for their skin in particular, mm-hmm. right? But massages actually are moisture massages are great for the skin. Um, and one of the many benefits is that they can actually help foster sleep. So it's a win-win. Right. Um, and so the reason I said massage is a new bath, it may be a little bit of an exaggeration, but with Bubsy, I, I am more focused on moisturization. I think it's really important. And I think um, new parents maybe don't necessarily have all that information. Um, and so I'm just trying to help people think a little bit differently about their nightly routine. Yes. 
So uh, according to early child development and care, preschoolers perform better on an IQ test following a 15-minute massage um, than they did after reading books. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. And the International Journal of Neuroscience reported that massage improved function in the brain. It uh, resulted in increased alertness as well as speed and accuracy during math problems. So these facts are just really enlightening. So there is science backing up why we do these massages. Um, One of the interesting things is that there was a study in the U.S. and U.K. fairly recently that actually showed that moisturization in general actually can help prevent or significantly reduce the onset of eczema in kids that were predisposed to it, which is kind of amazing. Wow. Um, Because, you know, scientists really think that eczema has almost reached like epidemic proportions. I'm sure you know so many kids with it, um, as I do for a number of reasons, but frequent moisturization at that early age actually kind of helps reinforce that skin barrier and reduce inflammation right under the skin, which is the beginnings of eczema. Mm-hmm. Um, and eczema, as you may or may not know, is actually like the beginnings of other allergic reactions. So they call it the the atopic a, a, a march, I think, but it's basically, you know, eczema is the starting point, but often that will lead to other allergic reactions, food allergies, and things like that over time. It's like the beginning of this chain. Um, And so to be able to kind of prevent it or reduce it at the beginning could have really much broader implications for kids. Okay, so you and I are both Indian. Um, Surprise, surprise. (laughs) um, I wanted to ask you, do you feel like our culture and perhaps Ayurveda is what inspired you to come up with a coconut-based you know, lotion and balm and because we're all about coconut, nariel, dale, whatever you want. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, the idea of using coconut oil, the 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 whole reason that I started with it is because it's just been something that's in my family forever. Uh, my mom's used it all of our lives. She would always give us, she still gives me oil massages, um, mm-hmm. hair, you know, scalp massages. She does it in my hair that's and I'll leave best. it overnight when she's in town, which is the best. Um, and you know, I think it's part of my culture and my upbringing to trust things that are time tested like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when my, you know, when I was pregnant and even postpartum and my mom would always tell me about how new moms and babies get like these hot oil baths and massages in India. It's just like part of the culture, which sounds so amazing to me. (laughs) So yeah, it's definitely... That's definitely part of it. Yeah. No, I know for, for our kids too. Um, I mean, we speak to them in Hindi and so they say Thail Malish and it's, it's so hilarious yep. that they like sing these songs. They're like, Thail Malish, Thail Malish. Um, and they get so <laughs> excited. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, one of the things I say with Bubsy products is that we are easy peasy, non-greasy bottle squeezy. So <laughs> it's meant to make it a lot easier. Um, you know, my body cream is actually formulated to be great for massage, but it's not like super greasy. It actually absorbs very quickly. So it's not going to be all over your clothes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and it comes out of a bottle. It's bottle squeezy. So we're trying to make it easier for everyone. That's so memorable. So do you have any tips on how to go about a massage routine? Yeah. I mean, I think one thing that I want to say is, you know, the, the idea of massage can kind of make you think of candles and spa music and you know this like zen calm in your household and I'm sure anyone with kids does not have that zen calm in their household um so I'm not you know I I, I'm definitely not encouraging you to have to get to that 
um, that spa feeling. But for us, honestly, it's really fun. And it's like five or 10 minutes um, a day. And it's when we're changing clothes. So either in the morning or in the evening, um, it's really just about the time that you would normally kind of put lotion on your kids and get them dressed. It's about kind of lingering in that moment a little bit more. Um, and feeling out your kids. So with my daughter, who's two and a half years old, we sing songs and sometimes it's like itsy bitsy spider or whatever <laughs> it is. And I just kind of do, you know, circles on her legs. She loves five little monkeys. So I'll pull each of her toes and do five little monkeys. Um, and it's, you know, it's fairly quick. She's harder to keep still. I let her choose between our like panda body cream and our, um, and our puppy oil balm and which one she wants to use. And that always kind of calms her a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, and with my son, who's two, who's five, sometimes I even do it standing up, but he loves actually like a foot massage. So I'll just put him on his bed. He loves like a nice foot massage. I'll go up the legs in circles um, and then do the same down his arms, give him a little back rub. Um, and it's just kind of like, you know, I'll tickle them. Aww. So it's just fun and lighthearted and playful. It's not about like a serious massage or anything, yeah. but even that, even that sense of touch, uh, that sense of touch is, it's like snuggling. It really does. Um, it helps you bond with your kids. And yeah. so it's something that I really look forward to now. Every oh, day. that's so sweet. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's so important. Um, and for like the dads to get in on this too, you know, um, totally. because usually, you know, at our house, uh, dad's kind of responsible for bath time, but oh, yeah. <laughs> we're outnumbered. So like, yeah, of course I help, but that's one thing that they look forward to um, with bonding with their dad is, is him giving them a massage. So I'm definitely going to pass awesome. these tips on to him. <laughs> yeah. And then I think, um, you know, face massage is really great too, especially if they're congested, just kind of putting putting your thumbs between their eyes and kind of working down the nose. Mm -hmm. um, so I try to do that a lot as well. And that's definitely one, uh, you know, where it takes a little time, but once your kids get used to it, and again, it's part of your routine, you spoke about routine, right. um, guy. I know that's really important to you, but once things are part of their routine, they don't really fight them. They start to enjoy right, them. Right. Um, and so I've, I've really tried to make it fun. For yeah, them. no, it's true. They, they expect it. I mean, there's times where I'm like in a rush and my sister, I mean, what am I saying? There's times where I'm in a rush and my daughter will be like, nail polish. And it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> she's right, going to remind right. me. Um, another <laughs> good one is for, for my son, which I do, um, he's eight months. So I do the water wheel down his tummy, um, yeah. just cupped hands, um, one after the other. And that helps, um, eliminate gas. So I found that to be, yes, to be a good one, or even just kind of tracing, um, where their intestine would be. And going all the way down. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, good for that. Especially yeah. And, and another thing I learned in all this is that massage actually kind of helps clear the body of toxins. Mm -hmm. So it physically almost pumps toxins through the bloodstream, through the lymph nodes. And so one another area that you're supposed to massage is sort of if you imagine the chest going from the middle of the chest out towards the underarms mm -hmm. where your lymph nodes right. are. Um, and really almost like pumping um, some of the toxins out of, out of the system through the lymph nodes. I thought that was really interesting yeah, too. That makes sense. Now tell me, what do you think is harder? The being an entrepreneur or being a mom? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I think being a mom is harder. Um, because I feel like I have gone through my life, um, preparing for 
career stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Like since I was little, my parents were amazing and always told me and my sister that we could do anything we wanted to do. And they sent us to the best schools they could. And, you know, they gave us all the support we needed educationally, academically. Um, You know, they still support us in that way. And they're, and so I've always been raised and gone through my life thinking I can do anything from a career perspective. I just have to perspective. I just have to put my mind to it. Right. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I became a mom and like, I just realized how hard it is (laughs) and it's not something I've been prepping for all my life. Yeah. You know, not just from a skills perspective, but emotionally, it's not something where I've, you know, been telling myself all my life, okay, you know, I've been focusing on myself for 30 something years, but now there's going to be two other kids that are like literally on top of me all the time and depend on me, you know, and a few others for survival. Like that's just not something you think about when you're little. (laughs) It's true. It's so true. The uh, the level Um, of responsibility lifelong that we have. Yeah. And like the fact that you just, you can't be like, absorbed in yourself or even just like only thinking about like what you're going to do next and what you need because now it's all about what these other people need and quite honestly your needs are are relegated to bottom of the list or lower on the Mm -hmm. list right Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I think that's what's been really tough for me is that mental switch of like okay it's it's not just like go 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 um achieve 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 like motherhood's not like that so this brings us to my question on mom sense. Um, the impetus for this uh, podcast and, and how I kind of coined the term mom sense is that I feel like mothers have an intuitive um, superpower and we just, sometimes we just know, you know, we, we know yeah. what our kids need when they need it. Um, we don't have to follow the advice that others are giving to us because we know our kids. I mean, they came from us. So um, do you have like a scenario you could share where you use your mom sense? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it, I mean, it happens a lot, I guess, in, in raising your kids. Um, but one thing I can think of is just with, you know, with my son, I guess most recently, you know, they really sense when you're not around as much or when your mind is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think as I've gotten busier as I've launched my business, um, I see this with my son a lot where he can kind of sense that my mind's not there. I may be not as present at certain times. And when that happens over the course of a couple of days, it almost starts to come out in his behavior a little bit where, you know, he'll kind of act out. And I think in a way to get some attention because he wants my attention back. And so I have been, I guess, using my mom's sense a lot with him because my initial instinct is sort of like to get really frustrated and figure out like, you know, how do I deal with his bad behavior and how do I really put my foot down and all of that. But like every now and then I'm like, I realize, um, you know, my gut kind of tells me it's actually not that he needs more discipline. It's that he needs more of me and he needs more of my attention. It's now time for Mom Hall, when we share products we love. You know, it's always nice to hear about something that just works for you and you want to just share it with the world. So what is that product? Believe it or not, I'm not a product junkie at all. (laughs) I have been racking my brain to think of like some awesome recommendation to give you. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) 
And I don't really have one, but I have a weird one. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> Which is a pancake pan that I recently bought that's actually really made our lives easier. So we have this whole ritual in our house of like sa- Saturday and Sunday morning pancakes. Love I'm sure it. it's not like we're not the only ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, you know, we would make, I'm super anal about making sure my kids have protein with every meal so I would make them eat eggs before they get their pancakes like I physically don't let them near it until they have their eggs and all that Mm -hmm. so just becoming a whole painful routine of like making a bunch of pancakes making a bunch of eggs (laughs) adding the fruit adding the coffee like all the cleanup and I just bought one of those like silver dollar pancake pans at Williams Sonoma with like six little circles on it or nine circles I don't even know how many yeah And it's awesome because we can make basically like, I don't know, three or four pancakes at a time and then three or four fried eggs in the other one. Oh, that's so cool. And so everything is in one pan and it's like perfectly circle, which my pancakes never are. (laughs) That's awesome. And then probably like um, cooked to be perfectly golden brown, you know? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. You don't even, it's nonstick, which I don't love. I've been trying to move to like all stainless steel, but it's nonstick. So you don't have to use butter or anything. They come off perfectly. Right, Right. (laughs) <laughs> My mom haul um, product for, for today is, it's a weird one also, um, and one that I discovered while I was going down a rabbit hole um, uh, <laughs> uh, through like some ads I was, I was looking at, but it's, uh, it's a baby car seat head support strap. Ooh. Yes. Like, so their head doesn't knock yes. over yes. when they're sleeping? Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. That's awesome. I need it's, one. Yeah, it's so it's so great. So we went on a road trip recently to DC. Um, another little tip is travel at night. If you're if you're road tripping, drive at night. Um, we left around <laughs> eight p.m. Got there around one. Um, only made one stop, but that was for the adults in the van. Um, the babies like passed out the entire time. Um, they were in their pajamas. They had their milk, and they were just out, which was amazing but this little thing came in handy because their you know heads do flop to the side and it's like i can't have them sleeping like that for for four hours you know so i found this and it's essentially a band that goes around the top of the car seat and um and it's uh yeah you just kind of um put it over their foreheads and it keeps their foreheads in place and um my uh, son he doesn't like when there's like too much um, light and so when we we're going through tunnels and stuff he would wake up so I just put it further down cover his eyes and so it was like an eye mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sleep mask yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and it just yeah it was great um, so that's my item and it's available on Amazon so okay Shweta tell us where we can find Bubsy so you can find Bubsy on our website that's where we're selling we're at lovebubsy.com so it's l-o-v-e B-U-B-B-S-I dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also pretty active on Instagram and our handle is at lovebubsy. Um, we're always doing fun giveaways there. And finally, Kanika, I'd like to offer your listeners a discount code to use on their first Bubsy purchase. Mm. So if you enter in MomSense10, M-O-M-S-E-N-S-E 10, you'll get 10% off your first order at Bubsy. So How exciting. Yay. Thank you so much, Shweta. Well, I know thank you. me along with the listeners are going to be so excited to use the product and our kids are going to thank you for it too. That's total mom sense.